Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers get some, I guess, you know, an upgrade in news when it comes to Taylor Horton Tucker's return time. Uh, they are getting ready to play a game in which Frank Vogel says Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook will all play longer minutes. Uh, sounds like a dress rehearsal that they are getting ready for the regular season for. And uh, got some unfortunate news about Wayne Ellington. So, quite the roller coaster. Let's start with the good news. It is currently storming outside my door. Literal lightning just struck. <laughs> I think it feels like 15 feet away. So, let's go ahead and give the good news while I am still upright in my house, which hopefully will be standing tomorrow. Uh, the good news here, like I said, is that the Lakers will get another look at Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook all on the court at the same time. They're going to play longer minutes. Frank uh, Vogel actually called the game a dress rehearsal. So this is the kind of thing that we've wanted to see coming. We saw them play out there uh, the first time together, and now we're going to see them make whatever adjustments that they have to. It's a preseason game, so you're not going to get too many adjustments, right? You don't want to give too much away in games that don't matter right now. But in terms of what we're watching for, there were a couple tweaks that I thought the Lakers could make. We'll see if they actually make them. And then, you know, we'll analyze it accordingly based on on what that looks like. Those tweaks that I'm talking about, you know, they're they're pretty straightforward. Uh, Get Russell Westbrook in motion a little bit more. Russell Westbrook specifically needs to play more aggressively and, and, and drive to the basket with scoring on the mind and then force the defense to adjust. And then from there, you can readjust and 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 start jumping the ball off to AD. A lot of his turnovers to this point are, you know, he's driving into the key, and you can tell he's looking to pass, he's looking to pass, he's looking to pass. He has the shot, but uh, has already kind of made up his mind, and he just tries to fire the pass even harder in there. So you're seeing a lot of these passes in closed quarters that are a little too hot to handle. And I, I think if he just kind of decides, you know what, put my head down, get to the rim, either get fouled or whatever, uh, that would open up the game for him to be able to make the pass that he wants to make anyway. So again, these are all things that we're going to be watching for. More off-ball movement, more screening, um, the type of shots that he's going to be uh, asked to take, stuff like that are are, are, are really going to be... Uh, we're going to get a nice long look at it, apparently, according to Frank Vogel. It's just too bad that we're going to get a long look at that with such a, a limited roster around them. On that front, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is going to be reevaluated in four weeks, not the six to eight weeks that was initially reported regarding his thumb injury. That doesn't mean that he's going to return in four weeks. My guess it would be that he doesn't. But still, it's good to see that the surgery went well and that they feel comfortable saying that they're going to be able to evaluate him in a month. Uh, and, and in that month, it's actually a really cool stat here as put together by Christian over at Silver Screen and Roll. Uh, and I'm just going to quote it, quote, through November 14th, which is the earliest Horton Tucker could return with a four-week reevaluation, the Lakers will play just four teams that made the playoffs last year, the Phoenix Suns, the Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, and Miami Heat. They'll also play two games each against the Houston Rockets and Oklahoma City Thunder, both of whom are expected to finish near the bottom of the Western Conference this season, unquote. So, yeah, that's that's good to know that, you know, in, in, these, in this stretch while the Lakers try to figure things out, and while they have some key guys out, the Lakers will be facing off against some inferior competition. The flip side of that coin, though, is that the way that you rack up wins, enough wins to be able to 
uh, have a nice high seed is by taking advantage of the bad teams. You're going to play more mediocre to bad teams over the course of a regular season than you will really, really good teams, right? Just inherently, that's how things work out. So those games that they play against those bad teams, you have to be able to win those so that you can finish the season with as many wins as possible. That's the whole point of a regular season. If they are too shorthanded to take advantage of those teams, when the season gets more difficult, it puts even more uh, weight on and importance on the Lakers taking care of those tougher opponents as they continue to try to figure the things out playing from behind because of these injuries. So it's a good and a bad thing, mostly good because I do think like if the Lakers can't beat the Oklahoma city thunder and they can't beat the Houston Rockets, then they have much bigger problems in my opinion, regardless of who was available around uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. But you still have to take care of that business so that, when you face off against better teams, you don't look at those as like, oh, we have to take this one. You can look at them more as barometers than having real stakes attached to them. Another kind of tough blow that the Lakers took here was finding out that Wayne Ellington will be out at least a week after an MRI revealed a grade one hamstring strain uh, this is kind of tough news, again, because he wasn't shooting the ball all that well anyway. Might explain it. You know, maybe he was kind of dinged up and his balance was off or something like that. Uh, so so maybe if you're holding out reasons for optimism, maybe as he gets both of his legs more squarely underneath him, he, he gets back to the kind of shooter that he was last season. Uh, but that that over if, if he misses more than that week, you're talking about being really shorthanded because we got to see how long it's going to take Malik Monk to get back. Uh, We got to see how long it's going to take Kendrick Nunn to get back. And then again, with this news with Wayne Ellington, we'll we'll, kind of see how that that looks. The good news, however, is that out of the ashes has risen Austin Reeves, who the Lakers are raving about right now. Let's just take a listen to some of these quotes about him. Quote, it's crazy, uh, Reeves said at shooting uh, shoot around on Wednesday, for them to trust me enough to look for me and give me open opportunities to make plays is special, and it just boosts my confidence even more. That's what Reeves said about the situation. Now let's get to the praise. Uh, quote, I watched a lot of film on him when we drafted him, actually. I knew right away he could be an NBA player and play at this level. Uh, this is LeBron James saying this. His size, shot-making ability, uh, pick-and-roll play, is passing a high-HQ kid. A uh, high IQ kid. He's going to get a lot of dog in him too. Uh, that translates to our game. LeBron, I love you. I think I think you're a phenomenal player. But if you're trying to get me to believe that you sat up late at night scouting <laughs> Austin Reeves, uh, you know, okay. Still, let's get back to these quotes. Quote, you come to work every day just expecting to have an opportunity, and then with the guys out injured, you get more of an opportunity. This is, again, Reeves. I feel like I've done well just trying to be at the right place at the right time and make good basketball plays and play a winning type of basketball. Uh, Frank Vogel said this, Well, with that preface for a young player getting his first taste, he's playing extremely well to the point where we trust him to be in there, uh, to be in the right spot, to make the right decision with the basketball, take the right shots, make the right plays. He's had a great preseason. Obviously, we have a lot of depth at that position. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in there, but he's played well and has earned a lot of our trust. 
Uh, and then Rondo finally, I mean, today at shoot around, he was asking about a situation where a guy is coming off a pin down. Does he top lock? And I was, I was telling him that we don't do that here, but it was a great question, obviously coming from a rookie. So he's got a great background as far as knowing the game, because that's what you normally do with shooters is top lock. But on our team, with our personnel with what Frank wants from us, that's not what we do here. Uh, and, and he continues, he's been hit in the face more than any Ricky in the league. I'm sure shouts to Mozgov out there. He just, he just, his ears just started ringing. Uh, we've got to get him in a face mask and mouthpiece soon. But like I said, he's just fearless, man. He plays the right way. Obviously he's a knockdown shooter and he always, uh, is just asking me questions. He sits next to me on the bench, talks to coach Phil and Mike Penberthy. Uh, so he's obviously a sponge and a student of the game. And I think that's going to be great for his development in his future. Um, it, look, it's, it's hearing this stuff and, and not just the praise, the praise, like obviously teammates are, are going to be big fans of his, but this stuff, like the kind of questions that he's asking and the people that he's asking those questions to, uh, it just, it just really shows me that not only does he have the work ethic on the court to get to this level, but he also has the focus necessary to take that next step or the next steps over the course of his career. Still, please get healthy, rest of the roster. Please, come on. Let's do this. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. For stuff to keep an eye out for, if you haven't checked it out already, we recorded an early episode of The Hook, uh, a Wednesday edition Aaron and I did yesterday. We talked about what we saw from Russ, LeBron, and AD. We talked about the latest on the Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving situations. And he gave me a phenomenal story because uh, I asked him about a situation where a team sent a player home. He gave me an, an, an amazing story of a time where, you know what, you're just going to have to listen to it. But let's just say it features a drug test and you're going to want to check it out. So that is also right here on this feed. In terms of stuff on the website, we have, again, more quotes. You know, All of the quotes that I read today came from pieces on silverscreenroll.com. So you're going to want to check out more context behind those quotes and more analysis of the Lakers as we've seen them thus far. And then uh, the way that tonight is going to work, seeing as the Lakers play, is I have already recorded a conversation that I had with Jason uh, Maples uh, of uh, the Temple of Hoop Pod and on Twitter and, and all of that. Somebody I really respect. He and, I had, he and I had a great kind of general basketball conversation that I, that I really enjoyed. And we. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to react to the game and then throw to that conversation. And then, obviously, for the lowdown on tomorrow's lowdown, uh, I'm going to react more to the game and then also give you more information on some of the things that we're going to be offering for you guys uh, as we get ready for next season or this regular season. So until all of that, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.